Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Welcome, Tribe Sisters. Today, I'm going to discuss something that's a difficult concept for some people, and that is taking the high road. When it comes to divorce and co-parenting, some people will say that this is not always possible to take the high road, and I want to challenge that way of thinking. I believe that no no matter how difficult your ex-spouse is, you can always benefit from taking the high road. Taking the high road means that in the face of instability, whether it's another person or a circumstance, you stay mindful, patient, and listen. Rather than react out of triggered emotions of fight or flight, you remain calm and peaceful. Now, if something easily triggers you, like you're screaming young children, or maybe it's the button pushing of your ex-husband, or it could be sitting in traffic while you're slowly developing road rage, then you have some work to do on managing your emotions. It's super important that you take this seriously. With practice, anyone can get much better at managing their emotions. Now, we're all human and we all get ticked off, but the more evolved humans that actually work on this skill are able to choose how they want to respond, and they respond by taking the high road. Taking the low road is a way more popular choice, and we see it out there in the world today. People are losing their mind and losing their temper, and we see these videos in our social media feeds every day. People yelling at people, and they're leading with hate. The low road is chock full of hate, anger, and greed. And these people want it their way or no way at all. Now, when you're faced with a person that has lost their ability to be calm, it's easy to react out of anger, but that is the low road, and it's going to end in a fight or altercation of some kind, and you're going to feel like you got emotionally hijacked. You didn't come face-to-face with this person prepared to brawl, and yet they pushed your buttons. Most people put the blame on the button pusher. But it's not. We are responsible for our own emotions and behaviors. It doesn't matter if somebody's yelling at you and saying horrible things. It's in your power to take the high road by managing your emotions and controlling your own behavior. I like to tell a story of a time I was in Las Vegas and a homeless woman walked up to me and called me every single nasty name in the book. I didn't get mad. I didn't yell at her. I didn't attach any meaning to what she was saying. I didn't make it mean anything about me at all, even though she was calling me a bitch slut whore and the C word, which I actually won't say because it's too fucking vulgar. (laughs) But the only meaning I made out of her behavior 
was that she was mentally ill. I felt sad for her. And when I drove away, all I could think about was how her own behavior reflected on her own disturbed life. Now let's flip this and let's say that it was your ex-husband ripping you apart with curse words. Most people will take the low road by getting defensive, angry, and yelling back. And that does nothing to serve you in that situation. When you start taking the high road, the other person notices. They actually stop treating you that way because you're no longer fun to trigger. He's only doing it because when he pushes your buttons and you react, you're proving the point he was making in the first place. He calls you crazy, and then you actually act crazy. And I know this happens to a lot of women. They all tell me about how he easily pushes their buttons and they lose their ever-loving mind. I like to think of the high road as choosing love over fear. When we respond with love for ourselves, it's because we have enough love for ourselves to not care what anyone else is thinking of us. We're good. We're solid in our own sense of security and self-confidence. When we react out of fear, it's because we're insecure and we're fearful of not having love. And that insecurity shows when you react rather than taking the high road. Here are three steps to practice in order to get on the high road and stay there when it comes to dealing with your ex or any other trigger. Number one, know your triggers. When you know exactly what it is that sets you off, you can prepare yourself for it. You can know it's going to happen and you can be prepared to take the high road in advance. Being on the high road means you do not react. You're mindful, patient, and listening. That's it. You're not reacting and you're not defending. It's like water off a duck's back. (laughs) When I wrote this, I had a typo and I wrote water off a dick's back, but that works too. (laughs) But the point is, you're not responding to him. No response means you are not letting him push your buttons. Let his behavior look like the wild, crazy, erratic one. Just him insulting you and pushing your buttons and you having a zero response, like it doesn't bother you at all, is kind of like getting revenge. No response is the best response. Practice this. It will drive him crazy and you can become masterful at it. Number two, practice deep breathing. Mindfulness is about being in the present moment. And when you hear something triggering, you can take a deep cleansing breath and release all of your reactionary energy. You have to be noticing this happening so that you can take a deep breath and exhale all that reactionary energy. You will feel it leave your body as fast as it came in because you were aware, you were vigilant. Practicing mindfulness will help you be calm in the face of anything. It will make you a much more patient and calm person. If you think you need those qualities more in your life, then take up a mindfulness practice. Number three, know that the high road is healthy. 
the practice of taking the high road is going to make you a much more patient and calm person. These qualities are healthy for you. They reduce stress and anxiety and all of the toxins that stress and anxiety dump into your bloodstream. It's unhealthy. People who take the high road are also more respected and admired because of their ability to manage their emotions in the face of controversy or struggle. Thinking about where and when you need to implement taking the high road is going to help you strategically plan what that is going to look like. For example, many of the women that come to me often have big events that are coming up in their lives. That's going to put them on display in public with their ex in the room, like their daughters getting married or a high school or college graduation. Now, these events can go badly if someone is not managing their emotions. Oftentimes, it's also the first time the ex is out in public with his new wife in front of all of your family members. So taking the high road is the only way for you to be classy, cool, and in control. And remember, these special events are meant for the person that they're celebrating. There's nothing worse than a wedding gone bad because somebody was unable to take the high road. So plan these events in advance and be sure to limit your alcohol intake and decide in advance how you want to remain classy in the face of all possible scenarios so that you have a plan in place. Y'all, I was at a wedding once And this couple has since divorced, and I won't reveal who it is, but the father of the groom got in a fist fight with his best man. The police were called, it was a mess, and this is because somebody was unable to manage their emotions, and they took the low road. It ruined the wedding for that poor bride and for the families involved. So if you love your kids, Always take the high road. It really only takes one person to do it because they are choosing to de-escalate a situation and not pour fuel on the fire. No matter what is happening, no matter the situation or the circumstances, you can always take the high road and be the classy person in the room, even if it's just a conversation with you and your ex. By not responding to his button pushing, you're going to be able to break those buttons that he tries to push. If you need more practice in this area, be sure to go listen to episode 35 where I go deep into the think-feel-act cycle so that you can gain better control of your emotions by managing your thoughts. Our thoughts create our emotions, not other people. You get to gain better control of your thoughts with practicing all these tools. Okay, one last thing. If you're curious about what it's like to work with me as your coach, please check out my website at thrivingthroughdivorce.com. You can click on the program and read all about it. I'll put the link in the show notes, but that page really details what you're going to get out of working with me as your coach. I had a client last Monday who said, She reached her goals after just three months of working with me. We actually had to meet and set her next level goals because she's so motivated and determined 
to get everything she wants out of working with me that she's crushing it. When people start with me, they get to decide what they most want to get out of working with me. And this is what this gal's goals were. Number one, you get five things. To have confidence in myself. Number two, to stop being a people pleaser and learn to say no to people. Number three, to stop spinning on the negative voice inside my head and stop replaying my past mistakes. Number four, to create more balance between work and social life. And number five, to become date ready so I can eventually find Mr. Right who checks all of my boxes. I love these goals and she absolutely crushed all of them in three months. So if you want those things too, get on over and book a call with me at juliedanielson.me forward slash application. I will also put that link in the show notes. That's all for today, ladies. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey, Tribe Sister, do you want to know what it takes to create unstoppable self-love after divorce so you can heal for real, gain confidence, and finally get the love you deserve in an equal, committed relationship? Then go watch my free training. You're going to learn the biggest dating trap women fall into and how to avoid it. Go to juliedanielson.me and watch this five shifts training.